0: Um, so so that, that's the key issue for for banks. That's getting the data in a, in a timely fashion. It's a real time environment, so they get it in a, in a timely fashion. They get it, you know, uh, enough that it's valid, and uh, and thereby it, it becomes actionable. That's that's our kind of our key word, because the, um, the, the the reports that we saw and bought at that time when we were in banks, um, the data was inactionable. So that's actually what we wanted to change. But I, I would say that the major things for, thing for banks would be that they have access to all the data they, they wish to collect and they have it in, an, in, a, in, a, in a real-time environment and they can uh, manipulate data as they wish also in a, in a, in a dashboard uh, filter uh, in any way they wish. So not only can they see how are we doing in cash management in Denmark or FX in France or whatever, um, but they can also drill down based on industries, on uh, whatever kind of filter they wish, uh, customer segments, etc. So it's, it's really a, a flexible tool where banks can deep dive into data and uh, they can see all the way down to the individual in a specific company that is providing data.
1: Hello, my name is Chris, I am Head of Content at Nordic Fintech Magazine. And as we all know, effective communication between corporates and their banks is essential, as it enables banks to fine-tune their service approach to businesses, and it also enables businesses to communicate their requirements more effectively to the banks. However, we all know that the day-to-day work often gets in the way, and the urgent often ends up displacing the ideal. A group of experienced bankers who have suffered at the hands of poor communication and less than optimal feedback loops with their business customers have set out to solve the problem of expensive, ineffective survey reports between corporates and their banks. We had the opportunity to sit down with Klaus Nielsen, Chief Commercial Officer and Co-Founder at Buying Teams, which is a fintech that has set out to build a solution that replaces inactionable and invalid survey data for actionable feedback and business intelligence for sound and impactful decision making. Find out how this group of banking veterans are bringing their years of experience to bear while solving a problem that, as they well know, has long been waiting for a solution.
2: Klaus, thank you very much for coming. Thanks for having me. And uh, let's start to talk a little bit about who you are and what
0: do you do? Yes, so uh, I'm one of three founders at the buying teams. Um, we provide a software for banks and corporates to uh, interchange data, feedback from corporates to banks, um, and in general a collaboration tool. Um, I have a background in banking uh, for 20 years with the large Nordic banks and uh, one international as well, um, and then part with 15 years in financial consulting. So not uh, not, not directly a, a, a young guy anymore. but. Uh, That comes in handy when you're doing a a FinTech like ours.
2: So what brought you to change from corporate to entrepreneurial journey?
0: Well, um, I've done that a couple of times before. Uh, There are pros and cons with both, but I felt it was the right time to do something different. Um, Starting a new company at my age is uh, is interesting, um, but it's also kind of uh, not a last resort, but uh, a last opportunity to do something that uh, can have a lasting change. Um, And then uh, I met with uh, one of the other founders, Ole, um, and we uh, coincidentally had left our banking jobs at the same time. We uh, had a cup of coffee and uh, Ole actually presented uh, this idea to me. Um, We had this common um, experience from banking that we saw some problems that we both on the banking side, but also on the corporate side. And we uh, had the same experiences uh, to 100% and we wanted to see if we could fix that. Um, So we started talking over coffee as you do and uh, things uh, just uh, developed from there. We quickly got a a third uh, party with us, uh, a third co-founder you could say. Um, So that was good. Um, Ole and I are both what you could call seasoned bankers and then we have a young uh, CTO who uh, uh, you know, has all the experience with uh, IT and development that Ole and I don't have. So it's a really good, uh, good team that supports uh, each other with, with uh, the competences that we need to run a company like this.
2: Great combination. Yeah, it is. So, let's dig deeper a little bit more on buying teams, the company. Yes. Tell us about what it does, what benefits does it have for your customers?
0: So, what, what we what we saw when we were in, in banking um, and also working with the large corporates outside of banking um, was that, of course, banks are very interested in knowing how their large corporate customers see them. Um, so. What is typically going on uh, up until now um, is that banks hire third-party companies to do different surveys. They do it typically uh, through phone interviews, through um, email questionnaires, and that is, of course, uh, manual processes. They need resources to do it, and it's expensive. It's really expensive for the banks. Um, So that ends up with uh, they get a report Uh, once a year maybe Um, that could be directed to a specific country uh, and within a specific uh, product area could be cash management in Denmark Um, and then they read that report and see what they can extract out of it but because it is few respondents um, it's high-level data and it's actually also uh, you could say data that the companies, the corporate customers of the banks, they don't have any value in responding to this. So you can also question kind of the validity because they don't use the resources necessary to give something meaningful back. Right. That's our view at least. Um, so so there are many kind of pitfalls or you could say considerations where you should actually kind of question the validity of these data. So we wanted to, to fix that and, and build a solution that has value for the corporates, because then we make sure that they spend the time necessary to give real valid and uh, actionable feedback. And uh, on the other side, of course, give the banks the option to not buy these reports uh, that they do once a year, but to get a BI dashboard where they can send out to all their clients if they wish, as many times as they wish, and get all the data they need in order to make these uh, sound decisions that a bank needs to make. So that was our ambition, to build a solution for feedback and collaboration between banks and corporates that provide value to both sides. You're right. And that's also actually where our name comes from because up until now, when banks collect data, these third parties do it uh, based on value for the seller, which is the bank. We do it for both sides, we also focus on the buyer, the buying team, that's where our name comes from.
2: That makes a lot of sense. But let's get back on uh, your answer, so you said that that was your ambition and you recently launched, right? Yes. So is there any difference between the ambition that you have, the vision that you have and the current product that you have launched and that you can currently offer?
0: No, not really. I mean, um, we have built a product that, or solution that actually supports our ambition 100%. Um, you could say that we have, it's right, we have recently launched in, uh, in early May. Um, we kind Congratulations. Of, thank you. Um, and well received also. Um, we had an ambition to launch a bit earlier, um, but that was one of the things that we learned uh, maybe on the way that you know stick to your development plans in terms of features because we, we we were so excited when we saw what it began to look like uh, with the features that we had designed and included um, that we wanted to to you know it could also be nice to have this little tweak and a little bit more for the banks or corporates here and there um, so we, we kind of uh, increased the scope and I think that, that was a learning point in, in the way and um, Neither Ole or I have uh, developed software before, and we we got so excited, and Daniel as well. uh, We got so excited that we wanted to include more. So I think uh, it ended up with a, you could say, a soft launch uh, instead of a fixed launch date with a press release and launch party, etc. But it ended up being maybe what could have easily been a version 1.2 or 1.3, but uh, maybe that's one of the reasons it's, it's well received in the market.
2: So what are the major values that the companies are achieving by using your product right now?
0: Yeah, what, what, what we do is we offer this, uh, it's a SaaS solution, so uh, corporates can use the solution for all banks that they have globally. Um, and that's one issue with, with the resources in, in the, the large com- companies, they're very scarce. So, treasury people, uh, typically front office people, that have the responsibility uh, for the bank relationships, they really don't know what's going on uh, behind the scenes with all their people working in an operational mode with the banks. Um, And the time that they need to get that picture, that feeling, um, it's just not present for them. So, um, we provide a solution where companies can invite all their colleagues around the world, they can target based on their profiles they can target the specific people working in this area with this bank in this country and shoot out questionnaires in our uh, system get data into the uh, typically the group treasury the people responsible for negotiating and meeting with the banks so they have a whole new level of information and uh, data as a basis for discussions and negotiations or whatever kind of meetings they have with the banks.
2: Is the timing an important aspect that you can provide compared to what current banks are using?
0: I don't know about the timing, but the resources are significantly uh, lower than what they use today. And of course, the, the, the whole ambition was to create a better foundation. That means more data. Um, as I mentioned, today surveys are done via phone typically, um, where you can see reports that banks buy that are based on 25, 30, 35 customers. Um, with us, they can ask all their corporate customers if they wish. They can do it every week if they wish. So the amount of data that they will have, that's a totally different uh, scenario than, than what they have today.
2: Right. Have, um, have any of your customers told you what is their value of your company, from their point of view?
0: Yeah, so there, there, there are you know, different value for banks and corporates, of course. Um, if we look at the, the corporate side, one is that they have this, this um, access to information or easy gathering of information. Uh, some try to do it themselves, but uh, if they succeed, they spend weeks and weeks doing it. Um, So that's one, we can collect that information for them through our platform in basically a matter of minutes. Um, Then there are many other aspects in our solution. Again, we put in more uh, features than originally planned. So one is we will have uh, benchmarking data on all the banks that we receive data, accessible for uh, for corporates um, and also for banks. Of course, data is anonymized. um, pool all the data together and we'll publish these uh, benchmark reports in, and that can be in you know countries and markets and product areas and in industries as well so um, and that means if a, if a company go in, goes into a new market needs a new bank um, he or she can find uh, at least uh, some ideas in our market reports on which banks are actually doing well and it's based on their customers' responses, so it's fairly valid.
2: That's a great idea. It is. Can you expand a little bit more about what is the benefit and the value that the banks have from uh, using your products?
0: Yes, I would be happy to. Um, As mentioned, banks do uh, these uh, surveys that they buy from third parties, Um, and they're expensive, Uh, they're a snapshot at a point in time. Um, and the detail level again is maybe not as, as, as it could be. So uh, what they will get from using the Team platform is they will have access to uh, all the questionnaires that uh, we have provided within the system. Um, we, uh, you know, we pride that it's, it's made for banks by bankers, so we know uh, what we're talking about. And where we don't know a specific product area, we have uh, had experts help us do the, uh, the questionnaires. Um, so they get access to that, and they can also, uh, which is also, an, you could say, an, an improvement uh, to the current setup, they can add their own questions as they wish. Um, so, what they do in our platform, once they're on it, they can invite all the corporate customers throughout the world where they have uh, a license from us. Um, They can ask them to provide data on different uh, product areas. Um, They can ask as often as they wish, meaning they can get 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 customers' data uh, without extra cost. Uh, It's a one license fee. Um, And then they get a business intelligence dashboard where they can analyze this data. So they can actually uh, get as much data as they wish. They will also receive data from corporates that they haven't invited. If they use Nordea, and they um, create data on their own behalf, they will get access to that as well. Um, then they will also see the, uh, the benchmark reports, so they can see where are we as a bank in the areas where we operate compared to other banks. Uh, and again, it would be based on many uh, customers from all banks, so the, the data is valid. And I think that's a, that's a huge point. Um, so so that, that's the key issue for, for banks, that's getting the data in a, in a timely fashion. It's a real-time environment, so they get it in a, in a timely fashion. They get it, you know, uh, enough that it's valid and, uh, and thereby it, it becomes actionable. And that's, uh, you know, back to our coffee, uh, but that's, that's our, kind of our, our key word, because the, um, the, the, the reports that we saw and bought at that time when we were in banks, um, the data was inactionable, so that's actually what we wanted to change. And then we have also in the platform uh, solutions where, or features where corporates can actually give uh, banks ideas, communicate directly, they can give them requests uh, and banks can react in the system. So there are many uh, other things also besides just the feedback, but I, I would say that the major things for, thing for banks would be that they have access to all the data they, they wish to collect and they have it in, an, in, a, in, a, in a real-time environment and they can manipulate data as they wish also in a, in a, in a dashboard uh, filter uh, in any way they wish. So not only can they see how are we doing in cash management in Denmark or FX in France or whatever, um, but they can also drill down based on industries, on uh, whatever kind of filter they wish, uh, customer segments, etc. So it's it's really a, a flexible tool where banks can deep dive into data, and uh, they can see all the way down to the individual in a specific company that is providing data, under the assumption that the individual has allowed uh, their name to be uh, to be uh, visible.
2: So, tell us a little bit more about how you came across this solution you you told us about the coffee uh, your background but how did you come across this solution
0: well um, we had been sitting in banks Um, we we all all the the three of us uh, the co-founders all have had management jobs in banks and we actually bought some of these surveys because that was the only thing that was available Um, And we could see that, I mean, they gave us a hint. Okay, we're doing quite well in foreign exchange or in trade finance or whatever. But if we wanted to know why, that was difficult. So there was actually, there was no, not enough details in the data to make what we all thought were sound decisions. Decisions that would would be uh, impactful on, of course, the customer uh, journey, on product development, on market entries or whatever it might be. So the data level, we, we had the experience from our bankings, uh, banking time that um, it was simply lacking. So over that coffee, we, uh, we agreed that we, we, can do, we can do better in the banks. And we also knew, um, both from working in banks, but also outside in consulting, that corporate treasuries who are asked to provide this data today via phone or email um, they're actually uh, becoming more and more reluctant to do so. Because, uh, I mean, we, we call it customer fatigue. Because um, they don't see the value in providing data without getting any, anything in return. Um, they don't even have access to that data afterwards. Um, so with our solution we, we, we give both banks access to their customers' data and we keep the customers' data for them as well. So they can follow up over time on how are, are our banks doing are they uh, improving? Where they're not performing well? Um, so, so there are there are many aspects in this, and it's basically based on, as you mentioned again, coffee and the discussion that what what we have experienced in in our banking time and what we actually saw was lacking.
2: For buying teams, you're using a specific platform online, right? Mm-hmm. Have you considered other tools that you could get this? feedback from for example yes. a phone call means that there's more communication between human to human right what other tools have you considered and why have you not proceeded with those
0: Well, we wanted to do something that was 100 percent scalable um, and it's it's totally right that a, that a phone call and a conversation can provide more data if it's reported correctly afterwards that's also an issue so we have actually built in uh, in our solution not a phone call but uh, an an opportunity for corporates to provide uh, details for all the questions that are in there. So you give a a bank a rating on a specific question, you state how important it is for for your company, and then you can comment on each and every question in in our solution. So that's what we came up with that could make it 100% scalable, um, because uh, we we are very ambitious.
2: Okay, so you have launched as you mentioned quite recently, what are the challenges that you have faced before launching?
0: Well, you, you can say that we, we we faced some challenges with, you know, the atrocities going on in Ukraine, um, and that is you know bad enough in itself. So it's not not to complain, about it it had or well, has an impact on uh, software developer resources. So suddenly we we had a situation where. Uh, some developers from our team were, were gone without notice um, for different reasons um, and uh, as sad as that is, that put us of course uh, in an in, in a unlucky situation you could say. So we actually had uh, our development at a halt for a while. Um, so that, that, was, that was one major issue I would say that that's been the major issue in our, in our journey so far. Um, so that meant that we had to kind of uh, shift from a fully external development uh, agreement and development team uh, to uh, do some uh, hiring uh, and now we have some internal and some external developing our solution or keep on developing our solution. Because um, again we have so many uh, features in our backlog that we have uh, we have still a lot to, to do before we uh, we think we're done if we ever get done but uh, at least now we have a working solution and, and again uh, uh, we're lucky that uh, all the companies that we talked to so far more or less are on board so um, we are happy that we will receive it in the market
2: so you mentioned that you are a senior banker just like uh, your your colleagues and partners is there anything that wowed you when you started to work from the other
0: side? Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff actually. Um, one one thing is, uh, you know, but that's that's more of a personal thing. I was in an independent consulting for a number of years, way too long ago. Um, but at that time I started with an Excel program and that was it. Now when you found a company, you have systems for this, this and that, and everything is uh, linked and uh, you, I mean, that's a totally different world. So that's, that, that's actually been an amazing experience because we all are used to this uh, environment where you have large companies, everything is working more or less, uh, but if it's not, you can call somebody. Um, so um, it's been amazing uh, so far to just be, you know, ourselves. We do what is needed to be done. Um, and, and I think also that's kind of, you know, we, we built an emotion around the company and around each other and uh, I think it actually motivates us more for success because uh, we, we kind of develop feelings for what we're doing uh, in another way than, than we normally would. So I think it's good and it, I hope that it becomes part of our culture. Uh, although I know it's difficult to build a culture around feelings, but uh, um, that would be nice.
2: Is there any um, uh, scaling strategy that you're going to follow?
0: There will be. Um, right now, what, what we're concentrating on is is, uh, is kind of conquering, you could say, the near market, uh, also where we have built our trust and professional friends for 30 years. So what we're doing now is uh, you know, getting out to as many, many as we can of our professional friends. Um, so we, we will have as many users as possible in a short time span. Um, that's going well so far. And then you could say that uh, in the the short run, uh, both Denmark, but also the the whole Nordics a bit beyond is a networking community. So we also hope and know from experience already that word of mouth will give us something. Um, But how we are going to scale internationally, Uh, you know, entering new markets? will, Will it be partnerships? Will it be subsidiaries? Will it be something else or something, a mix of this? We don't know yet we, we will sit down we have a meeting in the calendar already uh, in the fall to discuss this um, but it's i think it's premature and we, we wish to see how uh, things develop before we we set us you know firm on a, on a scaling strategy we, we are discussing with uh, both corporates and banks uh, in many many countries already so uh, so far you know the, the network that we have uh, all of us and uh, and our friends' network, um, that, is, uh, that is what we're doing right now.
2: So if I were to ask you, where do you see buying teams in two, three years time? Yes. Where do you see that?
0: All over the place, geographically. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned, yeah. we are extremely ambitious. Uh, we think, uh, and, and we get confirmation from both corporates and banks all the time that we have hit you know, a spot where there's a uh, room for significant improvement. So I think in three years' time, we will uh, we will have uh, a vast number of large corporates using us throughout Europe. We will uh, be the preferred uh, provider of feedback and collaboration services for banks in Europe, and we will also have a strong foothold in in the U.S. and Asia, where we're already discussing with uh, both parties. Um, so, so that's uh, that's our ambition. Um, and again, uh, the reception we have had in, in the market so far is just amazing. Um, so we, uh, we are actually very optimistic about it.
2: That's great to hear. Thank you so much for joining us here and for sharing uh, this, uh, this coffee break with us.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure.